0: It's time once again for another episode of All That's Jazz, the podcast that explores everything in the world of jazz. And here now is your host, Alan Scott. Hello and welcome to another episode of All That's Jazz. Back in March of this year, during episode 49 of this podcast, we spoke to a delightful musical couple about their Grammy-nominated song, Sit On Down.
1: some Folk out here that don't want to sit down.
2: Come on, tell it like this. So, here's a little song to encourage you. Come on, somebody. Come on.
3: Why don't you go ahead and sit, sit on down? Take a break from the hustle and cry and simply sit down. Take a
0: Now that we are inspired by that song, we are going to sit on down and continue our conversation with a delightful husband and wife team of Gene and Marcus Baylor, otherwise known as The Baylor Project, and in my opinion, the most fun-loving couple in the music business today. Gene, Marcus, it's a pleasure to have you with us here again on All That's Jazz.
1: Oh, thank you, Alan. Thank you for having us. It's great to be back with you.
2: Yes, we're honored to come back and just hang out. And, you know, we gave you and the wife a wife, you know, y'all are officially our uncle and aunt is official. So we we would Uncle Allen on today.
0: Well, that that's an honor and a distinct pleasure to have this bestowed upon uh, myself and Allison. Uh, we we really appreciate that. We feel like we're actually part of the family and thank you for that.
3: Absolutely, yes yes,
0: yes, yes. First of all, we're, we're doing a whole series of just catching up with people that we've had uh, as previous guests. And we, we thought this would be kind of fun because we're on the verge of so many things happening in the world, uh, especially when it comes to the fact that now, once again, we have an opportunity for all of you as artists to be back on the road, or in business, or doing something—it's
1: wonderful to get back out. I'm so glad, though, that it's slower than normal for us. That's
2: that's that's been a huge help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just getting yes. used to it all again. Yes, I'm all, I'm all I'm all over the place, Alan. We um so we so we got a video dropping a a video premiere happening, and we were going to have like a main outlet premiere but that fell through Mm. so we're going to end up premiering it ourselves and guess what the song is we swing (laughs) featuring uh jasmine and Mm -hmm. diane reeves and we were able to get everybody the full band everybody in one room to shoot our actual music video one two three
3: We swing so hard, sometimes they don't understand It's just the way we live, it's in the level land. in everything we do, we gotta tell our life story It might be the blues or pop, how we rock or hip hop Oh yes, a little bit of church and don't forget to do up That's how we swing, we swing
2: said is like this week in particular is a whirlwind because of the video but also today is the kickoff of um the recording academy grammy voting starts Mm -hmm. so you got all that happening at the same time people making sure that their submissions are in the categories and all that stuff so it's it's an exciting time
0: it is i i would imagine that once again you find yourself in that world of grammy Well, we'll
1: we'll see what happens. You never know. We'll have to wait and see, but fingers crossed.
0: (laughs) When we talked last, it was focusing mainly around a Grammy nomination for Sit On Down, your uh, incredible pandemic-esque release, uh, and uh, that was in uh, 2020, and... Now, here you are once again running for yet another Grammy nomination. In fact, uh, three of them or two? Uh,
2: we on the, Yeah, the, we're, we have three nominations. Yes, three nominations uh, at the moment.
0: And so we're in the, the midst of the initial process for it, and that is uh, a voting by the Academy, uh, and, and then they decide to narrow down the field to the creme de la creme, Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're in that process now and um and it gets hectic, you know, but that's just the nature of the season. So you do the best you can, you know, to get your, your music out there, your artistry, your profile as an artist. And then you let the chips fall where they may. And um and so that's that's where <laughs> we are now. Yeah. Um hoping that uh, people will listen to generations and, and like it enough to um To show their love. (laughs) Yes. Indeed. For
2: consideration. Of
0: course. (laughs) Of course, for considerations. But then after that, we shall uh, see how this plays out. And I suspect this year could be a, a banner year for the Baylor Project, because those Grammy nominations that we're talking about right now all center around your release called Generations and it is a fantastic release. Uh, what's your feeling now that uh, this is out and it's there for all to hear, experience, and enjoy?
2: Wow. I mean, first of all, I just remember when we interviewed with you for Sit On Down, we were working on an album at that time. And to fast forward, we were able to uh, pre- uh, premiere a few tracks. You, you was actually on a Zoom for our Grammy party, you and uh, Auntie Allison. And so it's such a joy to see it come, you know, come to pass in terms of the vision and and the dream. It's, you know, Gene, you can add add to it. Cause you was a major part of this as well. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, um, I mean, just coming into
1: generations out of the journey and then out of sit on down, it's just been a, a progression of creativity and of, in a way, giving of ourselves. Artists approach music making in many different ways. And this album was, we were in a headspace where we were just allowing it to come to us and out of us in a way. So, you know, we had the concept, it was a a special moment with a community of family and friends just around the table eating. And it just, it sparked a, a real nostalgia. And um, from that moment, from that concept, it was just a process of getting, going song by song to try and um, craft the the best album that we could at that moment in time. So it's great to have that documented and then we'll see where it goes and then we'll be on to creating something else. So. We're really happy to be here in this season of um, just it's kind of a a coming of age kind of thing. It's a trite thing to say, but it's true because we've both been in the industry several decades at this point. Um, But there's a time and a space where everything, all of your influences, all of your lived experiences, who you are, where you've come from, it all kind of converges in this one um, special season I think where things are just as they should be um and you know it's kind of like that grown folks season where (laughs) where it's like we've we've been we've been through a lot of different experiences in the industry but where we are now I think we've arrived at our sweet spot musically professionally creatively personally
2: um relationally so it's it's a great space to be in and it's like I mean the other side of it is that you know, it's like a, you know, we run our own uh, record label, Be A Light. So we put all our own music. We we are behind the marketing of it. We're we behind every aspect from the artwork to everything that comes out. Our eyes or our hands have touched it in some kind of way. And and also we have a great team of people that work along with us. But for the most part, it's really us that's behind a lot of it. And we're excited in this season. You know, it's just it's an exciting time.
0: So generations along the lines of what Jean just said, the concept is the theme really focused on uh, maybe uh, family. Is is that the the impetus or the seed that was planted and everything developed around family or at least from family concepts or influences?
1: I think that was the impetus. Was an experience where, where we're having breakfast, a homemade meal and and there were six of us and we they were sharing stories uh and it was uh, uh, friends of ours that are older than us and so they were sharing stories that we couldn't really relate to like uh, a refrigerator that was connected to a meter in which you had to deposit enough coins to keep, you know, and we had never experienced such a thing. (laughs) And it was all these various stories that we were just laughing about and and just sharing a meal and sharing stories and sharing good times. And so in that moment, there were lots of different things happening. These were, these are not technically family members. These were friends, but, but we relate to them as friends, a family, like adopted aunties and uncles. There were shared experiences, but certain things that we couldn't relate to generationally, but there was shared culture. There was a sense of community, a sense of family love there and, and a sense of faith. And so that moment i just wanted to memorialize that moment and say this is the concept of the album but it didn't really uh, come into full fr- fruition and completion until the last song was recorded and to where we understood okay this is the complete body of work but it's it's uh, um andre guest he's a influential person in in uh business of jazz and he wrote our liner notes and he described the album as a soulful sonic Story quilt, and he made the analogy between quilt making and quilt making is um, in the African American community. It was it was it, historically there was a lot of meaning to these quilts that were tied to our culture, tied to um, they were like coded messages. But even just there was a lot that went into quilt making, and we don't do it as much nowadays. But he he made the analogy between how. The songs were so woven in different parts of the quilt—the overlay and the underlay and the the batting—and and and how certain songs kind of reminded him of those different parts and purposes of the quilt. And so, they're they're really all these concepts. They're everyday lived experiences for everyone. Like yeah. I remember we were we were talking to um, a young lady, a radio host in Poland, and she could relate to everything on the album in 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 terms of faith and family and community and culture and and things that the ways in which people will create to make it through adversity to to sustain through adverse experiences that's just these are these are human experiences. They can manifest differently, depending on what people group you're talking about or what culture you're talking about. But in general, it's all about like the really human experience. And so all we didn't know what that was gonna, all the uh, album was gonna encompass all of those things that day when I saw generations, um, but it was just a process of discovery that every song
2: brought us closer to the complete body of work and the full concept. Yeah. And what I last I add to that too. I remember I, we had a conversation with you, and I think you talked about seeing John Coltrane. Was that true? Something like that. And so, like those conversations of seeing God, John Coltrane and ex- people experiencing Cannonball Adderley, all that is a part of generations because we stand on their shoulders. And so, even when you listen to Striving.
3: sign. It will move you and inspire to keep on striving. Keep on striving. Gotta keep on keeping up. Can you hear it? It's a brand new sound. It's in your soul.
2: That was a take of, you know, Ray Charles meets Lou Donaldson the boogaloo groove and then when you get to happy to be with you we was listening to cannonball adderley country preacher
3: world of joy can bring to give all my heart to you and you give me your everything But how can i ever explain we're very different
2: But at the same time, you have the shuffle of Art Blakey of Moaning, So all these great musicians, jazz musicians, gospel uh, artists, and just all these are really just a major part, soul music, all that is really a part of Generations, which makes up who we are from the community that we grew up in.
0: Well, you certainly, in the, the track striving. It, it's it, it's exactly as you said, and, it, and it's amazing. And besides that, it's also one of those, you can't help but be moved physically and otherwise. I mean, it's, it's so much fun. And I think it's a reflection of uh, the two of you and the, the, uh, the fun that you exude uh, in terms of living your ideals of faith and family and culture, uh, community. You, you hit it all in this album as well. Uh, there's also spoken word on this particular uh, release. Tell us about that. Oh,
1: yeah. Yes, I and you know I didn't I never thought of that. Like Marcus tapes everything. If if he's anywhere near you with a phone, <laughs> he might get it on. <laughs> but he catches some of the greatest moments because um, as we were working on the album, and I think Happy to Be with You came up, and Marcus had an idea of like putting together an intro of. Uh, one of us had the idea of like crafting an introduction of people speaking. We knew we wanted to put some kind of someone speaking on the album, but it took us a minute to figure it out. And I don't know which one the first one was, but I mean, we got Avery Sunshine and her husband, Dana Johnson on a cruise. We were on the um, Capitol Jazz cruise and we were talking about an Eric Robeson and his wife, Sean Robeson. we were all talking about how we met and the stories were so good we like I've like we got to record this <laughs> and then um I had an aunt and uncle and elders share a little bit about their experience and how they've been married for over 44 45 years and um we want, and that was another concept because we wanted to get people from different generations we wanted to get elders we wanted to get the younger generation and we got some friends talking about different aspects of what makes their relationship work and it just it just worked out we started i think with his mother, I think, or yes. my mom. My mom was in there, and then mm-hmm. we ended it with your mom, um, Uncle Arthur, and I, Sandy. Uncle Arthur and Aunt Sandy, and to me and Everett. The first thing is uh, caring for each other, communication, be able to share with each other, forgiving each other, because you're gonna have some things that you
2: wanna forgive, cause you know, <laughs> it can get a little rough. So, mom, you, you thought I liked your daughter, mom?
3: Yeah, It was it obvious. How was it obvious,
2: mom?
3: It was obvious the way you looked at her.
2: There was a room full of people, like, staring at her in awe. Uh-huh. She yeah. was just killing so much. But there was only one person in that room looking at her
3: like, that's my future. Like, for real. Oh my like, clear his day. I knew that this was my husband. <laughs> He jumped on the hood of my car. Oh my God! Driving. You had to What yeah. yeah. really? no, hey, You know what my dad's advice was, "My dad's advice is, yeah, that's
1: all I'm <laughs> Yeah, that was the spoken word to just tie the story together to kind of make it real. To say, "Have you been married for so long? How does this work for you?" And it was interesting just getting different perspectives on how they knew this was the person for them.
0: So when you were doing all these, were these uh, on the on the phone and, Marcus, you were recording them?
2: Well, I think I got my Somewhere. mom. Sometimes I'm talking to my mom at home in St. Louis. And every now and then she'll say something and I just start, you know, I I just push record. Most of the time I just push record and capture these moments. Like even we were on a Capitol Jazz cruise when I captured the Eric Robeson and Avery Sunshine yeah. story.
1: We were in Evan Tamir's yeah. kitchen. Yeah, we New was in Queens. the kitchen.
2: So, yeah, just like we hanging out right now. <laughs> if we're having a, a, a thoughtful conversation, I just push record because all that. But grill- we'll always
1: get permission, by the way. <laughs>
2: we'll always say, yes. hey, we got this. Is this OK for you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like those those are really like it. it inspires, you know, it just inspires me musically. That's where the first start of one of the first starts of how creativity really goes in my mind in terms of, okay, I need to write something around this concept or this is the space that I'm living in right now.
0: So yeah. one, one last question about the spoken word, uh, because I'm curious as to uh, the basis for this and the inclusion on the release, and that's the benediction.
3: Ah,
2: <laughs> wow. So that's song only believe It started off, uh, it's featuring Jameson Ross, And then there's an interlude that transitions into what we call the benediction. And so we, Gene uh, sang along like with some uh, some good friends, singers, uh, like a small choir group ensemble. And and I remember I was just like, man, but it's missing something. So actually, I got to give credit to my nephew, (laughs) uh, Lorenzo. He's an artist that lives in Nashville. And so we, it's like, man, we need something. And we were thinking about adding a preacher and we thought about some kind of motivation or something. And we looked around on YouTube and I found the clip of my brother. Or maybe he found that clip. I can't remember. You guys were in cahoots. I, yeah. I went
1: upstairs. I was yes. like, I don't know what y'all are doing. <laughs>
2: yes. So we were sitting and found the clip of my brother, Bishop Larry Baylor. He's my uh oldest, uh oldest brother. And uh he's a pastor in St. Louis, Missouri. And a Faith Miracle Temple Church, and it was the perfect thing to fit over the benediction. Mm-hmm. And we plugged that in, and that's how that worked.
0: Well, and it yeah. works well. It's very effective. I, I love it, especially blending the the choral part of it with it. And and then it yeah. follows, of course, the uh, Only Believe track, which features uh, Jameson Ross, and that yeah. uh, is also one that's Grammy-nominated or will be for Best Traditional R&B <laughs> Performance. What, what?
3: <laughs>
2: well, Come on. Come on. See Alan, Allen is Allen is speaking it. into existence. We hope and we'll see what happens what comes in uh, November, but uh it's submitted. So for c- consideration and um you know, we we are excited um and it was so much fun just re- getting Jameson on the song. Who's an amazing artist, a composer, arranger, just everything. An amazing drummer. He's just everything. And so, yeah.
3: don't know where to go there's a shadow that covers your soul there's only one thing you need if you can lift your head and breathe and find a way to only believe it will be
0: So, by, by like, the way, <laughs> uh, on that track uh, with Jameson, uh, that's him singing uh, as well, correct? Yep, correct, yeah,
1: yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I just heard his voice perfectly when we were recording it. I said, oh, I would love to. I always want to work with other singers, uh, and we don't always get the opportunity to, or which means he doesn't always let me. But I had the, idea, I said, I hear Jameson's voice on this. It would be amazing. And... And he wasn't hearing it. For, he's like, well, you know, maybe. And then like a year later after it was already recorded and everything, he was like, oh, he went out for a run and he was listening to it. And he was like, we need Jameson on this. I'm like, really? <laughs> and so then uh, we made it happen. I was, I was so excited. And it was, you know, during the pandemic. So nobody was traveling. So we did a session over, I guess, Zoom or whatever it was. Uh, where he was in his studio and we were listening to him and kind of pretty much did, like know, producing the vocals. Yeah, so it was it's the first time we did that, but it's totally we did that with Diane Reeves too because she's lives nowhere near New Jersey. You know, we got her in a studio out there and we were able to hook up the camera where we could see and 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 record the song. So it was, that was pretty that was
2: amazing. <laughs>
1: pandemic
0: <laughs> pandemic recording. Let me ask you about a couple of others. Tell me about love makes me sing wow
2: so love makes me sing is one of those things where we had a, a a husband and wife moment where we disagreed it was at the end of the record and gene was like we're done with the record we're finished and so coming out of gene's history the group Jean a i was listening to a uh i was watching television and i heard this song and i said man that sounds like my wife uh, Gene's uh, Hey Mr. DJ but I realized it, w- it wasn't Gene singing but it was the original from this amazing composer named Michael Wyckoff and so it led me to start checking out his music I mean if you haven't heard his music it's like Donnie Hathaway meets Stevie Wonder he's an artist from like the 70s like early 80s and I got to the end of one of his albums and this song I couldn't get out of my head And it was Love Makes Me Sing. And it made me think, man, what would this sound like with a Porciani, Ahmed Jamal groove meets strings uh, with a treatment that sounds like straight ahead jazz. how it came about and of course after gene heard it i kept singing well i sung it i thought about it and then the next day she heard it and she kept she couldn't get out of her head and so we went in the studio and recorded it
0: <laughs> oh, so yes. are all of these your compositions
2: all but two yes all but love I'm makes singing. me sing and Infinized. and infinite eyes by wayne shorter and then of course
0: yes, Also on this album is what I call the birthday trifecta. There is Marcus' birthday, there is Gene's birthday, and then Kenny Garrett. Did you all plan this, or what was the deal?
2: I didn't realize that's true.
0: Wow.
2: (laughs) Because he and I are the same
1: day. Yeah,
0: but yours is the ninth, mine
2: is the tenth. Yes, I mean, it's one of those things, like when we play striving, I mean, there are a lot of great musicians and horn players out there, but... When it came to that song, I heard one person on that, and I was like, "Oh man, it would be an honor to get Kenny Garrett on this, who's a you know mentor of mine." But it's it's an honor. I mean, to have Kenny record on our record as well as he has a great record out right now as well, which Jeans sang on,
0: which is yeah, nice nice new release. But
2: yeah, Kenny Garrett. Man. Yeah.
0: So what other kinds of things have you been up to besides uh, your hilarious events uh, on Instagram? Which, by the way, are fantastic. I mean, everything from Gene whispering and sneaking up on Marcus to wish happy birthday to Marcus traveling around the planet Earth with a suitcase filled with uh, disinfectant spray.
1: (laughs) It's a wonder I have a voice with all the Lysol that's gotten sprayed around here.
2: here. We have, Um. I mean, we have, and we have a few more (coughs) tour dates. I mean, it's like, my goal really is to stay healthy and be safe from week to week. Because it's like, you know, we're in different cities. Like we play some amazing festivals. The Jacksonville Jazz Festival. What other festival were we at? We were at. Oh boy. Montclair Um, Jazz Festival. Yes. Um We were in St. Louis, yeah, we in Louis. Yeah, we were in St. Louis. Yeah. And we're heading next week to Atlanta to play the St. James live. And then after that, we're flying to England, London. London, England. Yeah. For our first time to play there with the Bella project at Ronnie Scott's. And so, yeah, there are a few dates. And so we're just trying to, you know, keep it healthy. I mean, of course.
0: So. You are safe, and you're certainly on the road, and that's good. And and people yes. can share in the experience of being entertained by both of you and all of the people that you associate with, which are fantastic.
2: I wanted to put the record out in 2022 just to take a break for a little while, but my wife, Jean, kept pushing, no, we need to put it out this year. We need to put it out this year. So, you know, that's right. so... Again, so all that with the music videos and yeah. spending all her money Mm-mm. because I'm going to save mine on the side. I don't
1: know where he thinks I got this money from. Exactly. But...
2: You're going to spend your money because I'm going to hide mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: So are, are, are the two of you really like this in real life or is this just for the camera? <laughs> it's definitely for the camera.
3: <laughs> 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 We're worse <laughs>
0: This no, is it's just for this the is
1: refined. We're like, oh, we have an interview. Okay, <laughs> try to act normal. <laughs> no, yes. this is this is us, except with with lipstick on and and matching clothes. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Well, I, <laughs> matching clothes. I I say that with love and respect uh, because yeah. watching the two of you and and your adventures, it's it's almost like watching a sitcom when you tune into Instagram. <laughs>
3: I tell you something. <laughs> it's it's so like you know what? It's
2: I think the adventure is is that you have two creative people, two creative people running their own company. That right there—that's a problem. It's just <laughs> exactly because it's like I, I don't know. I, I can't explain. It's it's like one of those things where, and we work together on everything, and I don't even know how that works.
0: On that note, because of your time uh, and and the respect for it, I, I think we should move toward concluding this wonderful conversation. And it is indeed always a great, wonderful experience to catch up with Gene and Marcus Baylor. Thanks for being our guests on All That's Jazz. Oh,
3: thank, thank you, you so for much. for having thank us, you. Alan. Oh, wow. I,
1: thank, thank you. Thank you so
2: much.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of All That's Jazz with Gene and Marcus Baylor, The Baylor Project. We'd like to thank Ben Sedrin for the use of Mr. P's Shuffle as our theme song. And visit us again next time for another interesting conversation on All That's Jazz. If you like today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating on the streaming service you
3: use.
1: All That's Jazz is available on every major streaming app, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as Facebook and online at allthatsjazz.net